Hey, you are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Kane Rob. We got Tristan here with us, and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, but Tristan, we lost our last game. The last time you and I talked, it ended poorly for the Gophers. How did you feel about that game in general? How did you feel about the Purdue game? It just didn't, from beginning to end, at no point did it feel like Things are going well. Things things are on the up and up. Like every drive just felt sluggish. You know, it would, I don't know. I don't know what it was. And it was a kind of a gloomy-ish day. The air felt heavier. Right. It was just it was miserable the whole way through. You know, maybe maybe that beginning, that second half, and we're like, all right, let's let's get to work now. And it's just it never it never happened. Right. Especially on the offense. The offense looked so like just dazed and confused. The whole like a haze was over them the entire game. The defense started slow, got hot, and then finished slow. But man, it was not the Gophers team we're used to watching, that's for sure. No, and it sucks because we were so high. Like everything was so up and up and and it was just all positive vibes. We brought all the positive vibes we could. To be right. fair, I will say, as as a fan base, the positive vibes were there. I mean, it was striped out. It was, it was striped out. It was. We we showed up, but it just didn't happen. It, it wasn't it. It wasn't meant to be. It's okay. We're we're moving it. We're letting the past be the past. We're moving on. They've went through the bye week and they're ready for Illinois this week, and we have to move on as well. So if you're a fan listening to the show right now, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Big weekend this weekend. I said on a show earlier this week, if the Gophers can come in and beat Illinois and somehow beat Penn State the next week, you'll find yourself back in the rankings, back with the hype, back with the respect nationally. So go out there and do it. That's all you can do. I agree. I agree. I mean, we look – We. St- I still have faith in us. I still have faith in us. It was a fluke game. You know, Unfortunately, it's just that homecoming bug that we get apparently now right. is the thing. Let's but just cancel homecoming right. altogether. Like no more homecoming. Honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm not opposed. Maybe we just don't call it homecoming. We Maybe say we like call hey. every game homecoming. Every home game <laughs> is homecoming. <laughs> Or that could be wrong too, because then maybe we lose it. Home game, that we so. just never win home games. <laughs> we got to figure out a different name and just maybe we just don't 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 say it. You know, it would be like Candyman. We just don't say it, and it won't. You know, nothing bad will happen. So everyone knows <laughs> it's homecoming, but don't say it. Or like flip it. Let's call it coming home instead of homecoming, yeah, and then we'll get the dub instead of the loss. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. We'll break it. We'll figure. We'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to the bottom, and then we will be sure to hit PJ up and let him know the changes that need to be made as far as what we call the game. That's it. Exactly. That's that. That's what'll do the trick. Exactly, and he he always listens to our suggestions. So it's fun. <laughs> we are his number one advisors. Yes. Yes. All right. So for this first segment, let's talk about uh, top top units in the conference just opinion based it doesn't have to have too much behind it but like i'll ask 
top three quarterbacks in the entire conference, who would your picks be? Ooh, I still say the team besides the quarterback too. I am gonna leave Tanner in there. I think. I mean, what did he have? Two, three picks on homecoming, and I and yeah, I'm a homer. I'm, it's fine. <laughs> That's okay with me. That's okay with me. But I'm just saying, like, a couple of those drops weren't his fault, and I don't want to place blame. But a couple of them weren't his fault. I mean, the throws. I mean, the throws were there. I'm leaving Tanner in the top three there. And then let's go next to uh, who? God, that's tough. What's his name for Purdue? Didn't even look bad. If he was injured, that I mean, that was pretty impressive. I don't. Who do you got? Who do you got? Give me. So, give me. So some personally, more. I mean, you gotta have CJ Stroud, right? Ohio State. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay. I got yeah, you. That. I got you covered. I knew you were just. It was so obvious that you were just letting it go. It was. I sweep. really was actually. <laughs> it's like but it's I, like okay, who's the best teams in the Big Ten? I just leave Ohio State out right. completely because if you're, you're in the top know. four. You shouldn't have to be talked about. In the Big it's Ten. a fill in the. It's like it's like the free space in a bingo card. Like you just get that one. You don't have to exactly. say it. Exactly. Yeah, Ohio State. Okay, now let's have a conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> but my quarterbacks would be uh, C.J. Stroud. Aiden O'Connell from Purdue, like you said. And then I don't have Tanner in the top three. I've actually got him probably around five in the conference. For the third quarterback, I'm stuck between Talia, who I know you like as well, over at Maryland. And then uh, J.J. McCarthy on Michigan has looked pretty good as well. I think if I had to pick, like my life is on the line and I have to back him, I'm going to go with Graham Mertz. I'm going to go with uh, grammar. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'll go with J.J. McCarthy just because he's a lot younger. He's been really high in completion percentage in his first couple games starting, and he looks promising. So let's just lock him in there. Okay, okay. All right. Now we're going to move to running backs, top three, or even just rushing teams in general, top three rushing teams in the Big Ten. Oof. Can I put the golfers again? Yeah, of I have to go to the Gophers. I have to go to the Gophers. I mean, we again bad week, but the run game will. It is going to always be what it is. Um, I am. I'm lacking on my Big Ten knowledge right now. I'm hey. not going to lie to you. Um, a okay. Let's go. Let's go with uh, Michigan. Yep. Their run game. Yeah, their their run game is is what it is. Um. I keep thinking of Michigan State's run game from last year, and that it's just not the same. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not quite the same um, this year. K nine. No, <laughs> no, it is really not. Uh, but Michigan's there, and again, even Maryland, their little running back. Uh, oh, what's Maryland's running back's name? That's a great question. I couldn't oh. tell you. They passed the ball too much for me. <laughs> they really do, but they, but but they're running back the 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 few Maryland games that, that I did watch this year. He runs aggressive. Like he runs like he's angry at someone. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you in. I'm gonna give you the, the free space to save your Twitter mentions and not get the wildfire since we're playing them too. Illinois running back leads the nation in rushing yards right now. We're gonna give him the respect, even if you don't want to, deep down. We'll that's throw bad. it out. I'm, I'm not gonna I haven't watched Illinois play yet this year. Hey, you that's, know they, they it's tough when I'm at when I'm at the home gopher games. Right. You know, I don't really 
I mean, they usually play in the same window as us most of the time, too. So it makes it tough for you to catch their games when we're playing. Exactly. But this is fine. As long like everyone already knows, I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've brought you on for the beauty and I can be the brain. (laughs) Exactly. You give me the numbers and I'll give you an opinion that's probably wrong. (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of opinions that might be wrong might not be i did start to add up our totals from previous shows previous predictions haven't got the full score yet but i can let you know that that michigan state week you were hot you were seven for nine on predictions your score guess was 35 to 14 the score ended up being 34 to 7 so you were like right there and then the next week Versus Purdue, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, you went two for five. Vibes were high. Vibes were high. Remember that. We were, they were maybe too high. <laughs> uh, the one thing with Brevin's yardage versus Purdue, I was literally three yards off of that total. So we've we've had some hits in here. We've had some some nice spots. So even going with your gut has been successful to a point. To a point. And that's fun. That's fun. So trust your gut. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's all I can do. That's all I got. All right, the final top in the conference that we'll talk about before we move into the over-unders is top three defenses. Top three defenses in the Big Ten. What are your thoughts or your opinions on that one? Okay. Uh, Well, Ohio State. Ohio State has a defense. Uh, They do look pretty good. They look pretty nice. I, they they do, but I, I I was I was hesitant because again that's it's a free space. They're they're a good team. Um, I want to okay. This is going to sound dumb, but Iowa does not let up a lot of points. Oh no, you're right. I was definitely and, up there for sure. And I their, by their no offense means, is quite the opposite. Exactly, but. they're not a great football team, but they don't let up a lot of points against teams. I mean, if you you can only score six points and still beat them. Or <laughs> they'll only put up six points. And still beat them. But, but, but I, I'm going to go with Iowa's up there. And I still, I still have faith. I have faith in our defense. Our oh, defense, for sure. Th- like you said, they started, they started out slow, got hot in the middle. But when we are clicking, I mean, we see what we can do, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm with you on Minnesota and I'm with you on Iowa. I will flip your Ohio State and I'd pick. Illinois again, but maybe I'm pandering. Maybe I'm just catering to those Illinois fans that have been jumping in the comments on these videos, but I do think they have a top 10 defense right now. They haven't allowed any touchdowns at home. Um, I actually had an Illinois fan in the comments repeatedly. I said, you know, that's a cool stat and all. You haven't had any touchdowns at home, but it's not predictive. It's not something that has a correlation. Like when you play at home, people can't score. No. Let's. I just, I just want to tell you what I had to tell this fan, and they didn't respond after that. I gave this. I had to spit facts, Tristan. I had to spit facts. Just they haven't. Doesn't mean so they cannot. There wasn't really any correlation, and I said the big thing is let's take a look at the offenses that you've played at home compared to who you've played on the road. The teams that they played at home, the scoring offensive ranks, they played the hundred and second out of one hundred and thirty-one teams the 120th out of 131 teams and the 127th out of 131 teams. That's the rankings of the offenses they've played at home games when it comes to scoring offense. And then they played an FCS school. 
Let's See, talk about why guys. no one scored touchdowns on you at yeah. home. Those I are want the you same to, I want you to guess are... out of 131 teams where the Gophers scoring offense ranks in the country. I'm sorry. Say it again. Guess a number between 131 and one of where the Gophers would w- rank when it comes to scoring offense. Probably, top, oh, I don't even know. Top 20. We put up a right lot on of the edge. We're 21. So you've yeah. played the 102nd, the 120th, and the 127th, and now you're taking on the 21st. Like, there probably will be a home touchdown given up this week. I'm just saying, it's just a hunch, a guess now. It's not a guarantee by any means, but that's what I'm saying by it's not predictive. And so on the road, when they gave up three touchdowns so far, they played the 53rd ranked offense and the 98th ranked offense. So the second they got above those hundreds, teams started scoring. So like exactly, just some facts to keep in mind. Now, this is the best offense that Illinois will take on, but it's also the best defense that the Gophers will have played so far this week. So it's going to be a grinding out game. It's going to be tough. And we're going to talk about the over-unders coming up next. But first, we have to talk about our friends over at Underdog who are bringing you this episode. Now, this underdog fantasy is the easiest place to spice up your college football weekends. You want to talk about the college football season and having more fun and being able to be more invested in the games? Well, then get started with underdog fantasy. It's easy to start. It's easy to play. And you can do it while you're watching your favorite team play. Now, what you do is all you do is you pick a couple players that are playing in the games. It can be anywhere from three to five players, and then you pick over or under on some of their lines. And if you get them all right, you get cold hard cash. Who doesn't like that? You just pick between two and five players. Excuse me, I said three. And not just on your team, you have to pick between at least two different teams and decide if they're finished higher or lower than their totals. So Jordan Travis, higher than 260 yards versus whoever he's playing, higher or lower. That's just an example, but you pick two to five of those, and then if you get them all right, you get cold hard cash back. You can sign up with promo code locked on, one word, locked on, and Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. So you put $100 in, you get $100 back, that's $200 in your account. You put 50 in, they'll put 50 in, that's $100 in your account. All you have to do is use promo code locked on, one word again, one word locked on, and you can go to underdogfantasy.com or you can find them in the app store at underdog fantasy. That's underdog fantasy, promo code locked on, one word, and get in on the college football pick'em today. All right. We're back and we're talking about over-unders. Now, Tristan, we've been hot and we've been cold on these. I'm not gonna lie. So the first thing is the Gophers are favored right now by six and a half points. Are you taking the over and saying the Gophers win by seven or more? Are you taking the under saying they win by six or less or they lose? I think the over, uh, I'm not going to be as overzealous as I was against Purdue, but I, I think we definitely win by more than a touchdown. And not to say it's not a close game, but I think we're in a good spot to bounce back. You know, we've had two weeks to prepare. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the over on that. 
All right. I'm going to hit the under. I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to be that scrappy. I think it could be like a 17-14 type dog fight. And so I'm going to hit the under and I don't know if I feel good about that in the long scheme of things, but I'm going to say it. So got to go with your gut. Got to go with your gut. And you know, I got to rack up points trying to get more points than you in this whole predictions <laughs> game. So I can't pick all the same things. <laughs> All right, so then Mo Ibrahim, we know he's a dog. We know it's like that free space again when it comes to 100 yards. But the line that I have is 110.5 yards, so just above 100. So do you think he'll go over with 111 or more, or do you think he'll be under with 110 or less? I, th- I think it's going to be a battle this week. Um I, I'm giving myself a small window here, and I'm going to go under, but I really think there's nothing that's going to stop him from getting 100 yards. So I think he finishes the day with 101, 102 yards, but it's going to be under 110. I wanted to do the same, but I'm tempted to move away from you. <laughs> no, I'm going to take it as well. I'm going to say under. I think he's going to be right in there. It's going to be a small room for error if we both think he's going to be above 100 but below the line i'll I'll go under as well so if we lose we lose together brother we lose well, together. i think what we just did is just tried to save our take there save our guests because that way we can always say oh he scored like he has to score either 99 or 111 for us to be wrong so <laughs> we're we're really are for us to be correct you know we're we, we we've cut ourselves a gap there we can be well, like well he didn't get Either he didn't go over, but he got 100, or he didn't get 100. <laughs> yeah, right. And that, if he goes under 100, we still got the prediction right, but it doesn't feel good. You it know, doesn't, we're, not going, we're not we happy going. We're not happy about it. We're not unders, guys. We don't want any unders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then moving over to Tanner Morgan, I've got the line at 185.5 passing yards. Are you over that or under? I think ooh, that, that number sounds good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over just because I think the run we're we're gonna have to air it out with this defense. Like the run game, the run defense is gonna be, you know, like you said, better better than we've played before. So I really I think PJ is gonna be deep in the playbook this week. You know, really showing some things that maybe we haven't seen yet. We haven't. I mean, we played two three two conference games so far. Um, so I th- I think we'll we'll see some stuff. But I I think that I think you might sling that thing this week. Yeah, I'm going to go over with you as well. Kirk Shiraka has been a baller when it comes to after a break, after a bye week, after prepping for a bowl game. He's usually been pulling out what, like you said, pulling out the extra goods in the playbook. So I think we're going to see a lot of nice schemes, a lot of things that will catch teams off guard. So I do think that he'll be over, maybe not blow it out of the water over, maybe close to 200, but I think he will go over as well. Now, the big thing the Gophers do need is turnovers. And so do you think the Gophers will get over one and a half turnovers or under? I, man, the, the, I like, I really like where these lines are. Like they, it sounds like dead on where they should be. It sounds like you lose some money. (laughs) I'm I'm going over that. I'm going over, you know, if, if, you know, I think if 
if everything can click and we can stay in that zone where where we were in the beginning of the year, locked in and ready to go, then I think that we will, you know, we'll find ourselves, you know, getting some turnovers where we need them. So I think if we go over, I think we get a win in this game. That being said, I'm going to say under. I think maybe we only get one turnover in the game, potentially an interception. But you could be right. You definitely could be on the right streak, especially if Tommy DeVito does not play and they have to go with their backup quarterback. That sets you up for possible more turnovers, as well as Illinois has turned the ball over 12 times so far this season. They've also forced 14 turnovers, so their defense is really good at that but they have been known to turn it over and the Gophers have had three in each of the last conference, two conference games. So definitely is room for you to be absolutely correct on that one. I just feel like the defense is going to, you know, coming off the last loss, you know, they're going to kind of have, you know, have a chip on their shoulder, you know, come out a little more aggressive and, and, right. and really want to get back to where, where this, where the trajectory that they had going, you know, have to. You have to. This is a big game. You have to win if you want to win the West. This one is massive. All right. The final line for the over-unders is will the Gophers score over 17 and a half points? Yes. I think it's it's going to be a battle, but I I don't I, for some reason I'm not, I don't feel like it's going to be a low scoring game. I think I think it'll be a higher scoring game. I still think we'll win by a touchdown or so, and I want our defense to do well. But I th- I think they're still going to we're going to see some points put up to our Saturday. So well, I'm, Vegas I'm go wants over. to Vegas wants to argue with you there. They want they have the number at 39 combined points between the two teams, but I do think 17 and a half is really close to what you could see i think you could see maybe 21 points maybe 17 points it's right around there i think so i'm gonna go under just for the sake of trying to rack up these points against you then i think that it's gonna be close and i think my final score prediction for the gophers will be 17 so i'll cut it down by a hair no i get it i i understand the number the low number you know this is a you know it's a big 10 matchup you know these Mm -hmm not it's not high flying football all the time and so i i don't know i just have i'm just, I'm just going with my gut again we've I, learned I, you gotta exactly trust the gut. i just i i feel i feel like you know even illinois put up you know granted wisconsin is wisconsin this year but they put up a lot of points against wisconsin and i right it's still wisconsin you know so right. i and even, even the way we put up points again against michigan state it's still michigan state but you know i i don't know i just have a gut feeling maybe it'll be Higher than 17, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, so we're going to dive into the predictions to wrap up the show coming up next. And let's do it. Let's jump into the predictions. Now, the first thing we always got to do is guess the final score. The final score of the game, what do you have? I have 21 to 28, and that is a real football number. It is a real football number. Can confirm. Football score. Can (laughs) confirm football score. (laughs) Tristan has his football math down to a T. You can't argue this one. It is a legitimate football score. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to run in with 17-13. That's what I'm going to go with. 17-13 Gophers. 
it's going to be a tight one. The defenses are going to be scrappy. And I think it comes down to special teams, how you can get good field position, whoever gets the better field position and turnovers. I think those are going to be the key things for this game. It might not be football fans favorite type of game because it could be low scoring and scrappy, but it'll be a battle. That's for sure. All right, so who do you got for best offensive player for the Gophers and best defensive player for the Gophers? I said Brev last week. I'm not going to say Brev again. I'm not going <laughs> to say Brev again. Uh, oh, I'm not going – he had his chance. He had his chance. I'm not going to give him every week. Um, I think uh, offensively, Tanner's going to have to come to play. Um, but I want to go with Dalen Wright. I think I think we I think we throw the ball this week, and I mean, obviously Tanner Tanner has a big part in that success is where I was getting at there. So Tanner has to have a good game, and I think he's going to show out this week, um, especially with that run defense. I think that you know we're gonna we're gonna be battling to run the ball, and you know, so we're gonna have to throw it to open things up. And so I think he's gonna have a week. So Dalen Wright locking that in, lock it in. All right. Well, then I am going to go with potentially a chalk pick. I'm going to go with Mo coming back, being able to hopefully get this run game going after only, what, 47 rush yards last week. That was the most pitiful effort we have had in PJ Flex time with the Gophers in like six years. That's how you could tell things just weren't going well. Like it just was not a good day. It wasn't a good day. Because even right. last year, our run, our run game, it didn't matter who was in. You could have put me in the backfield and I'd have racked up 100. <laughs> you know, like every, everyone who lined up back there was just like, here, you have 100 yards. You have 100 yards. <laughs> it was not. So that's how you knew it was just, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a day. It was a rough one. It was indeed. Now, who do you got for the defensive side of ball? Hmm. I said rush last week, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I'm voiding last week. Void, we should void last week's picks even. We should just void them all together. That was, <laughs> that was, that was a fluke. But I, I want Rush. I really – I think he I, – I have a soft spot for D. Lyman, and I just – I want him to just tear it up. I know I, I – he, he plays aggressive. I'm, I'm going with Rush again. I actually think you said uh, Mariano last week, and you said Rush in the Michigan State week, and you were right uh, in the Michigan State week. So – Rush has brought you some good luck so far. I'll give him again. I'll give him again. All right. I'm going with Newbin because he has been hot. He has been on fire. I also picked him in the Michigan State week, and he went absolutely ballistic. Well, not ballistic, but he did really well. He did really well. He went ballistic <laughs> last week. He almost yeah. had two interceptions and a forced fumble last week. I don't think he's slowing down. I think the Newbin train is going, and he's trying to get that ticket to play on Sundays, and I think he keeps it going this week agreed all right big question here which team will have more rushing yards in this game oh that is a tough one. Ah, oh, man if our defense can keep their motor going the whole game and stay consistent you know and not not waver i think the gophers will come out with more rushing yards i have faith in like even our linebacking core um so I'm going to go with the Gophers based on hoping the defense does well in keeping the run contained. So 
All right. Gophers fans might stop listening to my show after this one, but I'm picking Illinois. I think that (laughs) Illinois might have more rushing yards than us this week. I think their front seven uh, brings more pressure, and I think that's going to stack up. And I don't know. I just – I think that they're going to have more rushing yards. I do think Tanner is going to be a key in this game, like you said. So hopefully that means we're still going to come out with the dub. Hopefully it's not too much more. It'll be close. It'll be close. We said Mo would have under 110. So let's say Chase gets 120. There we go. That'll be it. (laughs) That works. That works. That's fine. You know? (laughs) All right. Now, who will be the most effective pass catcher for the Gophers in this game? Uh, this one not being a, a homer guy, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Brev, uh, just because I think he's gonna be a nice like you know down to down passes, not not anything like straight up down the field like you know like I think Dalen and and those guys are gonna get, but I think it's a nice little change of pace when we run run you know little dump off to Brev. You know I I I think he will be that guy and that that that'll be a good role for him this week. I hope. All right. I think I'm going to catch you by surprise on this one. So, you know, my affinity and my love for Daniel Jackson showing out and he's been balling and he's been my guy right lately, but I'm not going to pick him. I'm going to pick Michael Brown Stevens. I'm going to go with a redemption game from Michael yes. Brown Stevens. They're going to His give him targets and looks. Exactly. <laughs> Let him redeem himself after that drop touchdown last week. That was huge. And he's going to come back with a, ven- a vengeance and really show out this week. So I've got Michael Brown Stevens with the most effective pass catcher this week. Now like let's, yeah, I, I I'm glad. I bet you didn't see it coming yeah. though. You I really, I did. I actually didn't, and I and I I, I love that because <laughs> I, you know, Tanner, Tanner's the other guy. He's not. We don't dwell on those things. Nobody dwells on those things. So it's, I, I do. I like that pick. All right. We've got three questions left. The first one is who will be the biggest surprise player for the Gophers this week? Now, last week, Tristan, last week you said the entire offensive line would be the surprise of the week, and they were in the wrong manner, in the absolute wrong manner. They just fell apart. So hopefully this will flip the script right here. Who do you got for the surprise player for the Gophers this week? Uh, I want Bryce. I want Bryce as that change of pace back. And I think he's going to, you know, he's going to have a few nice little runs coming out. Um, Especially, I mean, last week he got, he got a lot of carries obviously, but um, I just, I think he runs hard. If you watch that, even that fourth quarter, when, when we were still uh, driving to the, in the red zone, he runs hard, you know, Mm -hmm. regardless of, you know, how the, the kind of the mood of the game was. So I'm going to go with Bryce. All right, I'm going to go with Ryan Stepp. I don't know how he's going to do it, but coming in at that nickel cornerback, I think either we'll send him on the edge to stop the run uh, on a corner blitz, or he might come up with a pick. I don't know. I just think he finds a way to get it done, so he'll be the most surprised player for the Gophers this week, in my opinion. Now, two questions left. The first one is how or which Gopher will score the first touchdown in the game if there is one? Mo. It's got to be Mo. The first first one, it's Mo. It's always been Mo. It's Mo. <laughs> I am going to say Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan, 
We somehow get it down to the one yard line, do the classic Tom Brady QB sneak that Tanner has just been punching in all week or all season this year. And Tanner is the one that scores the first touchdown. Now, the final question, Tristan, the one everybody wants to know, will Mo being back change the offense back to what we saw those first four weeks and light the fire for this team? I think absolutely. I think, you know, I think about it. If if last week everyone's warming up and, you know, all week Mo's good to go, Mo's good to go, it can that could probably be pretty deflating when you find out, you know, the best running back, one of the best running backs in the Big Ten is now just not going to play with us, you know. So on homecoming, that you know, that could be a big thing that, you know, mentally affected some guys. So I'm going to go with, yeah, and I think they bounce back real quick. He's a motor out there too when he's, you know – the stuff he's doing, even when he doesn't have the ball, is game changing. So I'm, I'm, I'm going. Yes, absolutely, it does. I think you said it best right there. The stuff he does without the ball is game changing. I think how he carries himself, how he shakes off mistakes, how he fights ahead for those extra yards and then comes back unshook, even if he took a big took a big hit, even if he loses a yard, but he fights forward from losing five. Those make a difference, and they light your they light the spark for teams to be like, we can still do this. Look at what he's doing. Look at that effort. Look at the leadership. And I think you're right. I think that you see a different offense out there on the field with the confidence that he instills across the entire unit. I agree. He hits even, you know, you if you watch him after a play, you know, he breaks off a 10-yard, 15-yard run. He's right back to the huddle, good to go. He's like, all right, what's next? What's next? You know, he's he's always going. And I think having a guy like that around – you know, keeps the rest of the team also like, all right, like we we got to we got to drive here. Let's go. Right. So. I'm with you. And we showed Mo some love to close out this show. And hopefully we're just singing his praises come next week when we get to review. And hopefully we'll we'll get predictions right. Maybe we'll split 50 50 because we did pick against each other here. Yep. So yep. we'll see what happens. But hopefully the Gophers come out with the win versus the ranked number 24 Illinois football program. It's going to be a big week. Be sure to cheer wherever you are, whether you're traveling to the game or from your house. You know, feel free to drop in the comments below what you think the prediction for the score is going to be for this week. We'll see you next week. Tristan, anything else for him before we go? That's all I got. Sky Yuma, row the boat, baby. Yes, sir. Row the boat. <laughs> Sky Yuma, go Gophers.